Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are now worshiping with Redemption is the Lord's Living Word Ministry. That's Redemption is the Lord's Living Word Ministry. I am your host, Shepherd Morris. Shepherd Faith Morris, as God has changed me, redeemed me, and saved me, and renamed me within a name that's suited for his image according to how he sees me, which really only matters in the grand scheme of things is how God sees you. How do you think, based on the way you live, how does God see you? I can only imagine. Can you imagine things? Reminds me of a gospel song, which is one of my favorites. I can only imagine um, what it would be like uh, to be around you, Lord, to be with Jesus and to sit in his presence and to let him know that I am here with you, Lord, and uh, to know that Jesus is with us. I just want to take the time out to say I love you. God loves you more. Jesus loves you just as much as God does and the spirit that dwells within you, which is the church. You are the church, amen. But it is awesome to get out there and go to a church house every once in a while and fellowship in the name of Jesus. I just so overwhelmed with your presence here and I'm just thankful that you are here. God is moving in many ways. I am Right now, I have my first lady. She's in there. She's making us something to eat after this this ministry uh, through the service and uh, the podcast has been delivered. I can't help but be thankful for the things that um, God has brought forth in my life, and um, I pray that He's doing the same in yours. In the name of Jesus. Like we do around here at Redemption is the Lord's Living Word Ministry. We do not write anything down. We simply let the Bible do the talking as I will open wherever the Bible is. And we're going to go from there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We appear to be in, uh, we're in Hosea. As my finger is on that side, the left side. And there is, here we go. All right, Hosea 14, and it says, Return, O Israel, to the Lord, your God, for your sins have brought you down. Bring your confessions and return to the Lord. Say to him, forgive all our sins and graciously receive us so that we may offer you our praises Assyria cannot save us, nor can our war horses. Never again will we say to the idols we have made, you are our gods. No, in you alone do the orphans find mercy. The Lord says, then I will heal your faithlessness. My love will know no bounds, for my anger will be gone forever. I will be to Israel like a refreshing dew. From heaven, Israel will blossom like the lily. It will send roots deep into the soil like the cedars in Lebanon. Its branches will spread out like beautiful olive trees as fragrant as the cedars of Lebanon. 
My people will again live under my shade, hallelujah. They will flourish like grain and blossoms like grapevines, hallelujah. They will be as fragrant as the wines of Lebanon, hallelujah. O Israel, stay away from idols. I am the one who answers your prayers and cares for you. I am like a tree that is always green. All your fruit comes from me. Let those who are wise understand these things. Let those with discernment listen carefully. The paths of the Lord are true and right, and righteous people live by walking in them. But in those paths, sinners stumble and fall. Saints, it's pretty cut and dry here. Um, God is calling you to come home. If you're listening to this ministry's podcast today, this delivery of God's holy word and message, God is calling you to come home. He says, come home and return. Just ask him for forgiveness. Just ask him to forgive you. Put away all the things that you have put before him and ask for and seek his face. Seek his guidance, seek his mercy, and seek his way, and he is just to guide you. He will forgive you, and he will wash you under. He will place you back under the shade of his protection. He will take you to the mountaintop. He will lift you above your enemies. He will shake the very foundation of those who even speak ill will of your name. Come home to God. Come back to God. Come to God. You say, how can you say come home to God? I ain't never been to church. I'm glad you asked that question because the scripture says that we were with God from the beginning before the very creation of the earth and all the creatures of the earth. We were already spiritual beings dwelling with God in heaven. He sent us down and he sent us down to earth in the flesh suits and allowed us to get the, to, to, to come out here and have a free will to experience. But the flesh suit is sin. The flesh suit is sinful. The flesh suit wants to do sin and only wants to walk in the will of what the devil wants to do. However, the spirit which is inside you, which wrestles against the flesh, along with your soul, which is you, your mind, which makes the choice to ride with the spirit or to ride with the flesh, to ride with God or to ride with the devil. Let me say it again. The soul, which is your heart, your mind, makes the choice to ride with the spirit, which is God, or to ride with the flesh, which is the devil. How do I know this? I'm glad you asked that question. Simply because the scriptures say that the flesh it seeks to do will. The flesh wants to do every evil thing. The flesh wants to kill. The flesh wants to steal. The flesh wants to fornicate. The flesh wants to murder. The flesh wants to rob. The flesh wants to do, but the spirit the spirit wants you to have peace. The spirit wants you to commune with God through Jesus Christ. The spirit wants you to have wisdom of discernment. The spirit wants you to raise your children up in God. The spirit wants to give you rest. The spirit wants to show you everything that is good. The spirit is of God. Amen. It's simple and it's cut and dry. As you can hear the gospel in the background, Lord, just let them know. Understand that focus on what God has for us to do. 
This is who God is. God is a loving father. God is a merciful father. God is a patient father. God is a strong, enduring father. God is a long-suffering. What does long-suffering mean? I'm glad you asked that question. Long-suffering is to go through something that is depressing, but still holding on in patience, hoping for something better. Hallelujah. See, this is what we're talking about in the name of Jesus. He listen, let, 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 let's get to it. He said, return O Israel to the Lord your God. Israel, you have become Israel the moment you decided to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have become the house of God. You have become the church of his ta the tabernacle or church of his dwelling. He dwells within you, not the building you call the church, but it is awesome when believers who have the church within them come together on one accord under the building to fellowship in the name of God. It is a powerful thing. You are being called home. If you, those of you who decided to listen to this ministry, to listen to this word as delivered through me, as delivered by God through me, as I am just a vessel who has been blessed to give the message to you in the name of Jesus. <coughs> Pardon me. God is calling you. God wants you to come home. God sees your pain. God has heard your cries. God has seen you under that, only in that closet crying. God has seen you getting struck and beaten crying. God has seen you being beaten and locked up. God has seen you being raped. God has seen you being molested. God has seen you being hurt. God has seen your struggles. And God wants to heal you. God wants you to be healed. God wants to white walk with you. God wants to shade you. God wants to be your fortress of solitude. God wants all the good things for you. This, he's calling you home, but what does he need you to do in order to return home? Huh? He just simply needs for you to have faith in him through Jesus, and let the spirit that has always been in you, but has been weakened by your choice to choose the sins of the world and walk in the flesh, excuse me, are weakened by our choices to choose the sins of the world and walk in the flesh, and come home, come home, come home, pray to God, talk to God, let God be in your life. Come through Jesus. Jesus is the doorway. Jesus is your lamb of light. Jesus is the blood that would, the one that was slain and served as a way for us to make it. He sacrificed himself. Yes, he could have gotten off that cross, amen. He could have snapped a finger and everybody would have dropped dead. He could have called to heaven for a fleet of angels to slaughter any and everything to try to stop him. But no, in his love for us, he came down. In his love for us, he endured the, the torture. In his love for us, he endured being spit on. In his love for us, Jesus endured being struck. In his love for us, Jesus endured a whip with metal hooks on it. In, the, in, 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 in his love for us, Jesus endured being pierced in the side. Having his in his love for us, Jesus endured death. 
of physical death. For us, who are we to deny that which was given to us? Who are we to deny the blessing of a sacrifice? I want to know one thing, amen. How many of you would give your life for a stranger? How many of you would give your life for everyone else in this world? How many of you would be willing to let go of your existence simply for someone else's? Hold up. I'll wait. I'm still waiting. I'm waiting right now. I'm waiting longer. Hallelujah. Jesus was the one. Hallelujah. Jesus came down from the Father. He was already dwelling up there in existence with the Father. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the path. Jesus is the direction. Jesus is the instruction. Jesus is the Father. Jesus is the shepherd. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is your counselor. Jesus is your, your shield. Jesus is everything. And you need to survive the wrath of God. Jesus is everything you need to deflect the attacks of the devil. Jesus is everything you need to deny the, the, the lust of the flesh or to deny doing the evil things of this world. Jesus is the way. Jesus will direct you. Jesus will protect you. Jesus will be strength. He will strengthen you. Jesus will hold you. Jesus will cuddle you. Jesus will hug you. Jesus will heal you. Jesus is the answer to every question that you have. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. By the grace of the name of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. This is who we serve in the name of Jesus. I'm so, I am so wonderfully empowered by his word and spirit that he has left within me. Remember, I don't preach or I don't give a message to you just to give it to you. I am also learning because I am not speaking words that come from what I want to say, but yet words that the spirit delivers to me from the father. Let me say it again. I do not speak the words that I want to say, but instead I speak the words delivered to me from the father. God is the way. Jesus is the way. God is the truth. Jesus is the truth. God is the life. Jesus is the life. God is love. Jesus is love. Come to God through the spirit, through Jesus, for the mercy, for the redemption, for the guidance, for the entry to heaven, for the doorway, for the protection from the enemy. Focus your eyes on heaven and set your sights on the path that will take you where God will have you and hold you and shield you from all your enemies. For if God is with you, who can stand against you? And if God is with you, who is your enemy? If the God is with you, who's going to stop you? If God is your driving force, who's going to stop you? Who's going to put on a brace other than you? Because he gave you a free will to choose him or to choose the devil. Which way would you go? 
Choose you this day who you going to serve. Choose this day who you going to serve. Because to not serve God by default is to serve the enemy. Let me say that again. To, by not, to not serve God is to by default choose to serve the devil. And there's no common ground, no middle, no here, no gray. It's all what is going to be. God is calling you. God has been calling you. He has been saving you. He has delivered you from time to time. He has shown you his mercy. He showed you his mercy when that gun didn't blow your face off. Amen. He showed you his mercy when that knife did went hit hit right there into your rib cage but didn't hit your heart. He showed you that mercy when that man jumped on you and tried to kill you, but he just couldn't for some strange reason. He showed you his mercy when you laid in that bed and you thought you were going to be out of here, but you're still here now. Hallelujah. He showed you his mercy when you thought you were going to get put out, but miraculously some money came through. He showed you his mercy when you were hungry and you didn't know where the food was going to come from, but then yet meal came came and you didn't have to pay for it. He showed you his mercy every day. He showed you his mercy by giving you life because everyone doesn't have children. Amen. Everyone is not blessed with the blessing of a seed to watch grow up and cultivate and nurture. Nurture. Everyone is not able to do this, huh? but he showed you mercy by being able to live because everyone that starts in the womb does not make it into the earth. Let me say that again. Every woman, one that starts in the womb does not make it to the earth. Stillbirth, children are born, passed away every time. Uh, I mean, passed away uh, here and there. But nonetheless, it is God who gives the increase. You, We must understand that nothing that we have, our joy and our sorrows, our good and our bad, our ups and our downs, none of this is possible without God. So when you're going through something bad, instead of looking at God and wondering why me, thank God because you're still alive. When you're going through a trouble, don't look down, look down and think, oh man, here we go again. But you better try and think the fact that God carried you through the last one, so he'll carry you through this one. He'll carry you through the next one, and he'll carry you through the next one. Why do you say that, Shepherd Morris? I'm glad you asked that question. Simply because the devil is always going to continue to come back. You think that because people go to church and that they give themselves to God that the temptation stops? No. Did you think that because I gave my life to God, the devil don't stop trying to tempt me? No. Did you think that because I gave my life to the Lord that the devil ain't stopped you? He don't stop trying to kill me? No. Do you think that? If you thought that, then you're sadly mistaken. Huh? He always goes. Huh? He never stops. This is his job. He is an employee. God is the boss. God is the founder, the CEO. God is the CFO. God correct. God is the one in control. And the enemy can't do anything greater than what God allows him to do. This is the mighty power of the God that we serve. This is who we serve in the name of Jesus. 
God has the power. God has the answer. God has the force. God has the move. God makes the decision, but God gives you the freedom to make your own decision. In this chess game of life, you have the things that are going to be thrown against you. Chess is the perfect illustration. You've got the black pieces and the white pieces, dark versus light, good versus evil. And who are you in the game? Your life is the board. Amen. The dark is the devil. The light, the white is the Lord. You make the moves. You make the moves. You decide which way you will go. There's a scripture in, uh, I believe, the 30th, I believe the 30th, chapter of Deuteronomy uh, that says behold um, I said before you so he said, I charge you before the angels then the angels in heaven and, and the earth and the people in the earth that I set before you two paths life and death therefore choose life. This is God speaking through his servant to his people. He clearly says, therefore, choose life so that you and your family may dwell in the land that I promised to Abraham, Isaac, and to Jacob. He wants you to choose life. He wants you to choose the good things. He wants you to have the great things and the desires of your heart. But you have to first choose life. We'll be right back after this segment.
know God woke you up and he the only reason you alive today to stand up. Stand up, get it all that hand praise. Stand up, get it all that hand praise. You know he woke you up and brought you through the day. Stand up, get it all that hand praise. Early in the morning, down on my knees, giving God the glory and him I believe. God is the father, Christ is the seed. The only begotten son was a champion for me. Gave us the Holy Spirit, strong when I'm weak. Convicts me when I'm wrong, but he still comforts me. Oh, what a savior we have for a king. God is the reason, the reason why I sing Till I can't sing no more Cause I'm in this earth, and in this earth is war Covers me with armor to prepare for Armageddon The blessed plate of righteousness, the Bible is my weapon Known as the sword of the spirit for my protection Put on the helmet of salvation, I'm prepared to take my blessings Hey, put on the helmet of salvation, I'm prepared to take my blessings Guess who's back with a new hit I went from the streets to the pulpit I went from the streets to the pulpit Ordained by God, no degree, no certificate Guess who's back with a new head I went from the streets to the pulpit I went from the streets to the pulpit Ordained by God, no degree, no certificate When I think about his mercy Takes me to the pinnacle Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego Delivered from the furnace of fire The God I serve is higher We all know the evil one is a liar you can take that to the bank, Tyra Holy Spirit, your wrecking ball Broke the flesh down Was lost in the world Now I'm found Had zeal like Saul Now I'm Paul Knocked off his high horse God did it all Brought me from the broad path to the narrow Then he gave me new apparel The helmet of salvation Breastplate of righteousness The gold of the truth The devil ain't liking it The shoes of peace and the shield of faith But the sword of the spirit Keep the Bible every day and stand up, get a load of hand praise. Man up, get a load of hand praise. You know he woke you up and brought you through the day. And stand up, get a load of hand praise. Guess who's back with a new hit? Hopping from the streets to the pulpit. Hopping from the streets to the pulpit. Ordained by God, no degree, no certificate. Guess who's back with a new hit? Hopping from the streets to the pulpit. Hopping from the streets to the pulpit. Ordained by God, no degree, no certificate. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just um we just come before your throne today in amazement, God, of who you are. Bible says you're enthroned over the heavens and the earth and that you know every star by name. You counted every hair on our heads. Not one has ever been missing that you didn't know about or you wouldn't be sovereign and providential, God. You make kings bow down. You shut the mouths of lions, God. And Jesus, you told Lazarus to come forth from the dead because if you hadn't called them by name, all the dead would have got up. It's that one name that really matters. It's Jesus' name. And that today, God, that you would bless this, this, this message today, God. Not, through, not from me, but through me as a vessel led by the Spirit of God. God, that people's ears would be attentive and open to hear your message, that your voice is being spoken today, God. And I pray it today in Jesus' name that the secrets and the mysteries of God would be revealed through your spirit in that one name that opens every heart and every mind through grace. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So the message that I, I wanted to share was, um, it was a victory in understanding that um, in Romans, he says, to confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, and believeth in your heart and you be saved. 
But as you go into John 3.16, he doesn't say that. He said, whoever believeth in me, that God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, and whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Right? So eternally, your salvation was secure and locked in because you didn't earn it, nor could you lose it. Amen. Right, because it's not because of what I did; it's because of the power of God and what He did for us. Hallelujah. Okay, so eternally I'm secured, but I'm not there yet. Right, I still live on Earth, and I still have to go through life now. Amen. Right, so the confession of of, of the truth that Jesus Christ paid that price for me—if I really get it in my mind, right—and I really get it by asking Amen. God to show me how much I need to get it. Amen. Right. I'm realizing how desperate I am to say the name of Jesus Amen. and confess him to everybody that I run into. Hallelujah. Right. Because then I'm bringing salvation from heaven to earth. Amen. Right. And I'm beginning to get a victory as I speak. Hallelujah. Because it's in the power of the name of Jesus, Jesus name that the victory and the salvation comes down. The Bible says it's that faith produces works Amen. without faith, without works is dead. Hallelujah. The spirit, the body is dead without the spirit. Amen. Right. And so uh, if I really understand that, yes. right, my faith is producing the works that suck in the grace out of heaven Hallelujah. and into my life. And I'm beginning to get the victories because it, it said that we overcame by the blood Amen. And, the, and the word of our testimony. Amen. That I wasn't worried about likes on Facebook. Yes. I wasn't worried about what people thought. Amen. The Bible says the evil one runs the world. Amen. Right, that he strongholds their mind to make it uncomfortable to be willing Amen. to say the one name that set me free. Hallelujah. But I'm not. I, I, I'm not. I'm not living to die. Yes. If I get it, I'm dying to live. Hallelujah. Because if you go over to the graveyard and check it out, there's nothing there, Amen. not even a soul. So why are you spending all your time, all your energy, and all your resources to make it look like you ain't fading? Amen. But the shirt got old, the shoes got old, the hats got old, and they're still nice. But it's not enough. Amen. The nice things in life that God has blessed me with is not a hiding place. Amen. Right? And do I get that? That I don't want to hide from you in the goodness and the things that you do for me. Mm. I want to draw nigh to God. Amen. That God would draw nigh to me. Hallelujah. And that I would be I would be used as a vessel set up strategically, not on accident. <laughs> Not because I'm talented, not because I went to some Bible college, Amen. not that God doesn't use those things as a tool, right? Yes. But it's not because of what I possess, it's because who lives in me and greater is he that is in me than he who that is than he is in the world. Hallelujah. And so it's not by my talents. God says he takes the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. Amen. And when you're sick, you don't, you don't, you know, you might go to CVS and huh, you, you might want you had to doctor it up with your own abilities. But, but in reality, you didn't know what was up because, because, because the Tums didn't work. Amen. And when you went to get qualified opinion, because, you know, a doctor says he's qualified. I had to trust it because I didn't go by, I didn't go to college with him to see whether or not he really did his homework and study. Amen. But the paperwork says he did. Ooh, he says he's qualified and I don't feel good in my way. It didn't work. And I want to get better. Amen. Right? And when he comes in, he's not going to take my word for it because my way wasn't working. He's going to run the right test because he's qualified to get to the problem and get to the truth of why I'm not feeling good. Amen. And when he tells me that I got a deep digestive problem and Tums isn't going to work and that's why it wasn't working, he's going to write the prescription that's necessary for me to get the help that I need. But you know you've been there because you, you can't read the writing. Amen. And as you go to the pharmacist, you're going to have to trust him. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he might put cyanide in there. I don't know who this guy is, but he qualified. I couldn't read the writing, though. I don't even know what he's putting in that bottle. But I want to get better. Amen. And when I get home, I'm not going to know I got better until I actually take the prescription and study with the knowledge of reading the prescription bottle to know exactly how to take it and when to take it and follow through with it. Hallelujah. And that's the same thing that's going to happen with the gospel. And the gospel doesn't set you free. It's the one that it's talking about. It's the resurrection. Jesus says, I am the resurrection. Amen. Studying the word and asking God for the wisdom and the ability to understand how desperate you are to be in the relationship, to set your, your, your prayer room on fire with the desire to be understanding and wanting to be in the throne room of God. Hallelujah. To want the answers to the problems that you've tried in every place to find. Waking up your mom. Waking up the dogs. Waking up the government. But none of it seems to go away. But maybe another hat. Maybe another pair of shoes. Exhausted. But that today would be that turning point in these people's lives to hear it, God. That when you go out to eat, right? You don't go there and drool over the menu. Amen. You don't talk to the waiter about how good it's going to be and what you're looking for and leave because you'd be hungry on the way home. So why you read the word of God? Why you go to church? Why you listen to the server, the pastor explain how to use it? And you leave hungry because you don't plan to intend to use any of it. Felt good to hear it even. But the devil's fighting you tooth and nail. You need to ask God. For that victory. Because it ain't about me. If I got it, I would have already gotten it. I don't get it. I'm not enough. I need the desire of the fire of a double, triple scoop of God's portion. I want more. I want to be so desperate for God's spirit to be used, to be strategically positioned in a time in history that makes a difference for eternity. Hungry enough. To want the glory of God to pass by my day. Because he don't waste it on people that don't want to see it. Amen. I don't want to see what I can do, God. Please. I don't want to see what the world can do. Amen. I've already seen it enough. Yes. And turning off the navigation system when it was built to help me. Because I didn't want to hear the noise. The noise was what was signaling me there was a problem. Yes. That your soul is built with the signal. Yes. To awaken you. Yes. To realize how necessary it is to, to, to draw an eye to God and ask him, how do I get back on track? Because yes. I'm going to end up in front of you accountable for my life with empty treasures. In Jesus' name. And you know, I'll end it with this. So good. If God had your back when you were betraying and living for everything but God. Like if you're married and your wife was betraying you with every other man or vice versa. But you were so committed because you truly loved her. And you wouldn't give up on her for for nothing. And you were still going to pay her bills. You were still going to help her when she needed it. And when she came back, you had her her back when she was lost and betraying you with everybody else. And when she came back, how much more were you going to have her back that she woke up to realize they didn't care about her? But that you did. But we don't do that. We garb, take the trash out. She don't get how great I am. She's not worth it. And we quit and give up on people. But God didn't do that when you were choosing to love drugs and alcohol and things of the world yourself. 
setting yourself in position to be used as a tool of the enemy, as an idol, to cause people to sin against their families when they didn't really want to? But you reap what you sow. And to think that you're going to be married to somebody someday and you think their eyes are going to be on you, don't kid yourself. But God loved you so much and he never left you. And he loved you when you chose to love everything but him. How much more will God have your back to help you remove the idols and the things that have got you lost? How much more when you're desperate to ask God in the truth that, that, that I'm missing out? And I betrayed you and I pained your heart, God, and I'm sorry. Forgive me, God. Touch the coal to my lips that I would be used and positioned in a place that made a difference and saw how desperate people are and how much grace and mercy and forgiveness that you poured into my life. And that each person that I encounter, that I'm doing that. Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> that was Brother Stephen. Brother Stephen coming to you live from Redemption is the Lord's Living Word Ministry as we are standing here live in the courtyard shelter where I too once was at the bottom still am at the bottom as far as I'm concerned but God has made a way for me to come into the contact and maintain a connection with another strong believer and brother in Christ and brother Stephen I just want to say thank you and I'm blessed to be in your presence and blessed to be in the presence of another anointed man of God I'm honored by you speaking on the podcast and I hope that you will answer that phone so I can get you on again <laughs> let's give all the glory to God hallelujah by the grace God. of God it's all thank your you spirit God. and your power hallelujah. just vessels God Yes, and we just thank you for all that you do Amen. for every heart that hears it Amen every heart that hears it by the grace and mercy of God the one true most high God we just thank you for allowing this union to come into play and as we move forward we seek to do whatever it is you wish for us to do put ourselves to the side Lord denying ourselves and what we want and what we see but allowing you to take the driver's seat and direct us on your path and your direction in Jesus name Amen. Amen